This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We love it, ladies and gentlemen, being able to settle back every day. 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on AMI-TV. You can find us on AMI-audio at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. We get a chance to find out so much information, learn about a lot of stuff, do a lot of laughing, and our contributors and community reporters bring us so, so much of value to the program. And you as a viewer out there or a listener, thanks for your time because that's, of course, quite valuable to us well as much as that information we're getting. I mentioned community reporters. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Rummy and I get a chance to speak to community reporters all over Canada. Today, we're checking things out in Ottawa. We welcome back to the program Kim Kilpatrick. Hey, Kim, how's life? Hello. Good. How are you guys doing? Well, Excellent. You. Lots of yeah, fun. And, good. of course, we're at that time of the year where it's that build-up towards Christmas, the end of the year, we start saying, oh my goodness, but it's November, the time has changed. But the other thing that's come out of the woodwork, Kim, and starts is your first topic as we get into 30-plus Christmas markets and holiday fairs around the Ottawa area. These are tremendous. And and sometimes you think, 30-plus and more. Isn't there that enough? Is, is there, Do we need more? And <laughs> I know. It always seems to be we need more. Well, it, and they start so early. A lot of them started last weekend um, and even earlier. There's still a lot to go, so you haven't missed it. But I, I remember with going to these type of things, the Christmas, the church ones with my grand. My grand used to love to go to those types of things when I was a kid. And I really liked them because they were so unique. You know, they had mm -hmm. different types of crafts. And, you know, for kids, they had those, like, fish pond things where you paid money in the you got some sort of gift, but you didn't know what it was until you opened nope. it. And, you know, the, all this kind of stuff. But it really got me thinking, if you're looking for something unique and homemade or you want to support, like I know during COVID, you know, local artisans and craft people really suffered a lot. So I was sort of thinking, I thought, well, I think people should, you know, they might want to support these people that are now back, you know, selling their stuff again. And it's kind of tied into, you know, the farmer's markets. And, um, but I had no idea there were so many. When I was yeah. looking at them, they're everywhere from um, community centers and churches. Of course, we knew about churches from a long time ago, but all kinds of places and different types, like somewhere sort of third world um, or one world bazaar, which is like, uh, you know, from all over the world, different different things. And then they would have things unique to different communities. And they had one that was like a pottery one that was called, you know, 6,000 fingers or something like that, where oh, like, it's nice. all homemade yeah. pottery stuff. And so... And and all over the region. So when I when I saw them, and the, the link is up on the blog, because I'm not certainly not going to go over all of them. But they were in um, Medcalf, Carlton Place, Almont, um, Perth. You know, all the places in Eastern Ontario, the small communities would have them as well, um, and lots of different ones, even in those small places. So they might have on a different weekends leading up until the holiday season, they would have different, uh, different things. And I find for me, uh, you know, as a blind person, um, I find if you go to these things, the people that are selling the things, they, they know them really well because they made them and they're really good at explaining what they have. You know, you know, how if you go to some, you know, mm -hmm. non 
They store, don't know. They don't store. let they you touch it, and likely, so you have no yeah. concept. The other thing I used to feel, Kim. Yeah, the, I, I wish we still had the days of more of the connection, and I don't care how big your community is or, or what have you. I, I wish the timing was better. I mean, I'm a big believer. Don't do any of this Christmas stuff till after Remembrance Day. That's just something I personally yeah. eh, cringe at. But I remember when our Christmas parade used to be on a Saturday morning. As soon as it was done, all the big stores opened and Santa was there. The, the They put it all together. So it felt like yeah. with that parade and Santa, you know, off into the distance as they went by you at the end of the parade, Christmas started in your location, the bazaars, the Christmas yeah, events you're that you're absolutely talking about. Right. You're absolutely right. They start earlier and earlier now because, like you said, some of them were last and weekend, which sort of surprised me. And not yes. coordinated, no. Uh, but uh, so, and that's too bad because uh, our Santa Claus parade hasn't happened yet either. So, you know, I agree. I agree. It was kind of nice when everything was. That's just on the level of the feeling I would love to have or see back. Yeah. But I also understand you're saying, oh, geez, isn't this a lot of markets? Like, I can't believe there's so many. But they're they're busy. People go to them. People enjoy yeah. doing it. And and if you have that, and like you said, you, there's a need for far more diversity in them. And I'm glad to see it. Yeah, and people will circ circle. I think the ones that they go to all the time and they they like. So that's that's also From really good. If other. you find yeah. some that you like, and then you can go to those. And that's why we're yeah. getting the heads up from you nice and early because like these uh, Christmas markets and fairs, we also have various concerts and plays for the holiday season. People got to start purchasing their tickets. Kim, what's up? Oh, my goodness. Again, when I looked at all of this, and I, I should know that there is so much, but there's all kinds of um, music, uh, music, theaters, you know, the Nutcracker, the usual stuff, the uh, Charles Dickens Christmas Carol One Man Show is on at the GCTC in December. and But there's all kinds of choir concerts, uh, folk, jazz, Christmas, all over, holidays all over the place. Um, I was reading about the Stairwell Carolers. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but they started here, they said, over 40 years ago, and they were a bunch of government workers that used to sing sing carols in the stairwell of one of the government buildings. Like, that was where they started singing these carols. And then they got practicing, and they always will do concerts. Uh, uh, not in stairwells anymore. But stairwells have great acoustics, right? And uh, I think... I think, you know, that was a kind of a cool idea that someone started this choir more than 40 years ago, and it's it's still going. Um, but again, there's so much to choose from all of the various theater groups. The NAC definitely has a lot going on. Um, there's always the usual ones, but there's always different types of musical um, celebrations with different you know, different ethnic traditions and different uh, different types of groups and, and everything. So again, it's one of those things that if you look it up, and I did put the link there, you, you, you'll be shocked and surprised, I guess. Well, maybe you should, I shouldn't be shocked. But again, it's one of those things that there's so much to choose from. Mm. And the good thing for us is because it's our community, because maybe it's hard for us to get, uh, if they only had things at one place and maybe you live you know, very far from that place. It'll be difficult to get there at night, difficult to get home. If you look around at the list, 
probably the church is nearby you or community centers nearby you, or there's maybe little theaters or community theaters nearby you that have something going on for the holiday. So don't just say, well, I can't afford to go to the Nutcracker or I, you know, I'm far away from, you know, this big theater or this big space. There's probably something in these lists uh, that's close by to you. So, and sometimes those are the best, I really think, yeah. you know, like some mm -hmm. of those uh, really local things or community, again, sort of like the crafters, again, this community-based um, entertainment are some of the, some of the greatest things that you'll, you'll come across. So that's, uh, that's why I wanted to talk about mm. it a little bit. I appreciate that you mentioned, you know, community theater and everything else that's going on. It's not just a one-size-fits-all scenario. I love how there's a lot going on because during the holidays, I think that people are also gifting experiences, right, with their for friends and family members and such. So um, take people you want to hang with out to a play. It's just a nice time of year for this. It's very different than the kind of summer festivals and things that we talk about where theater and music is also in the air, but it's it feels quite different seasonally. Yeah, yeah, I I know. I I, I agree with you. It's 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 it, it is a good gift for someone. Mm. You know, take them to a concert or a play or you yeah. know, go as a group and you know, I, and you're supporting the arts and you're also, you know, you're having a yeah. uh, memory. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're so lucky with the diversity. Kim, we mentioned it a while ago, Remembrance Day, uh, as we sit here with poppies on, of course, as, as we should be this week. There's lots to, to recognize and in so many different ways as well. Um, do you want to talk about the events? Yeah, so there's always the iconic ceremony that's by the War Memorial here every November 11th. And I remember as a little kid, my dad used to take me every year to that. I tend to more listen at home because it's a bit hard as, as a totally blind person to know what's going on. So I appreciate now the audio description and how you know nice. what's happening there. But it's definitely there. Um, and of course, there's that recent tradition that people will take their poppies and they will put them on the War memorial this started maybe i think maybe 10 to 15 years ago not that long and i don't know how it started exactly but people will take their poppies off sometimes they'll put them on one of the wreaths that's meaningful to them so the people that have laid wreaths you know for, under, for various organizations they might put the poppies there or just put them on the war memorial just sort of put them there after so that if you walk by there after that, it's covered in poppies, you know, the, the little poppies. Uh, and I guess then you have to clean them up, which I guess is is interesting too. But, but I didn't understand and I didn't know about what they call the virtual poppy drop. Maybe you guys have heard of it. I hadn't heard of it before. No. And it's like, um, it's like a virtual, uh, it's, the Royal Canadian Legion, they they present the annual poppy drop, and it's on iconic landmarks in Ottawa. So I guess they project it um, from October 28th, so it's already started, till November 11th. And each evening from 6.30 to 9.30, they will um, 
display these poppies like until midnight of November Very 11th. Nice. Thousands of falling wow. virtual poppies will be projected onto Parliament's Peace Tower. So the Peace Tower is quite high. And also uh, for each of Canada's fallen veterans. So I wonder what that, I'd love to have an audio description of what that looks like to, to see it, oh. you know, like what it, what it looks like. And they also have a virtual wall of honor and it displays the photographs of late veterans on the large screens near the National War Memorial. So the Legion has, um, you know, decided to put that as um, to complement, you know, the ceremonies that they have. But I'd be really curious to get a sighted person. And I think I will ask, you know, some of my friends here and I can report back to say, what does this look like? Or what does yeah, this virtual sure. puppy uh, celebration look like? Because I, I don't know um, what it would what it would be like, but it sounds really um, cool and really beneficial. Does it ever? And it would be wonderful to know about, but there are so many things. And, you know, when you think about what we can do in these displays, Kim, and the different ways. Kim, we know there's some more stuff going on, but we're out of time. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Awesome talk. As usual, Kim Kilpatrick, our community reporter in Ottawa, talking to us about things in the Ottawa region and beyond, a little bit of eastern Ontario as well. Coming up next, when we return, we're going to talk about some recently released devices that might be neat, something cool that you might want to give as a gift. We dive into this question, what maybe those things might be, uh, during our CNIB Smart Life segment in a moment. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right okay. around the corner. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.